boy Marvin Lattimore. Uni Francis. And this is Welcome to My Hood Film. Uni, how you feeling today? I'm feeling alright, man. I can't complain too much. Can't complain too much? That's good, man. That's good. We can never really complain about what's going on out here in the world. It could be so much worse for us right now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could be, uh, have a lungs full of mucus. There's also that too. Those type of things can happen, you know? Those type of things can happen. So basically, guys, uh, if you are a fan of the podcast, we welcome you back to another episode. But if you're new to this, let's just explain to you what goes down. Basically, we get a person that is not uh, full, in full vernacular of the hood film genre. And we basically just show him a hood film or her and just get their reactions on it and talk to them about it. So today we got a hood film that uh, can't front, we, we didn't really see, but we just felt in succession of what we've been doing lately with See You Yesterday and Do The Right Thing, we just wanted to show something else that was just more in tune with what's going on in the streets, a little more conscious minded because we just been going a lot this year in 2020 uh, in terms of people of color. But with that being said, we found a movie called Day Beyond that was on Netflix. It wasn't that conscious minded. Ah, I beg to differ, but okay, we'll get into it. But we got ourselves a guest, and we will not hold him back any longer. So go ahead and state your name, brother. I am Tim Warner, and I am not hood. I'm not a hood aficionado. That's a word. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That works. We can live with that. Tim, man, welcome to the show, man. Thank Thanks you for me. having me. Seriously, yes. time is the most uh, valuable commodity on the planet, and the fact that you guys are sharing your time with me means the universe. So thank you. Okay. Yes, no thank you, hey, no man. No doubt. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. That, was, that was deep right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means, see, that's why I said I bet. Not wrong. We got a we got a deep deep movie with a deep spiritual person, man. All right, now may I ask a question to start this out? Yeah. Because sure. I'm curious of this. What what is it that makes a hood film? Oh, we get this question a lot. We're right. glad you asked. Well, uh, my definition is like low budget, something starring a rapper, or is okay. about like the, particularly about the hood. Okay. It's not some stuff you're going to see in a theater. There's no billboards for these kind of movies. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we, it's fine. A good yeah, question. We, we've blended both our ideas. Yeah. Ideas, There's no right answer. Yeah, my really. idea is kind of leaning towards his, but it's more like, uh, to me, it's movies where the setting is the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like he said, it's not something that's heavy in theater. It's not a blockbuster film, but it is something more about the hood in certain aspects and certain time periods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like when you know you guys approached me with this, uh, I think I mentioned kids. Yeah. Because I was just kind of a I was going to the city, but then yeah. I don't know. I felt like also too like the way that kind of movie is that that struggle with somewhat fighting yourself yeah. especially being at a young age and highly influenced i thought that would be like that would kind of fit the times and then you hit me up with this fucking dmx shit <laughs> and i was like i don't even, first of all i don't even think i know a song i probably have heard one you heard one i imagine one. right yeah, yeah right he had like what two three albums in a row that were like triple platinum or yeah something. Didn't he have like a great run before he got hooked on crack and lived on yeah, yeah i think yeah, it was like first three yeah. or four albums, right yeah. Yeah. yeah they were pretty big yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, i i can't i can't tell you a fucking song so i got a little Fair nervous you okay. we were like we're uh, gonna watch some fucking dmx movie Oh, oh great! You told him no, I just gave him an example. Right. I said we're gonna watch oh, a movie with you. Like, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> Fuck! All right. No, no, no. Uh, That's but funny. I tell you, this this movie I found fascinating. Okay. I found really fascinating because I think cinema, like cinematography wise, the way it was shot, yeah, the, shot the style well. of it. What I loved is it reminded me of like 
uh, independent film. Kind of like it had, uh, and again, this isn't the movie, but how it looked in the presentation seemed very Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind yeah, to me. Yeah, that was a good and one. And I also liked how it had kind of the, has this like Napoleon Dynamite where you're just like, here's an area of America, especially when us living in the city, mm-hmm. that we don't know much about, mm-hmm. right? It's a fucking rural area. Both movies are like that. And it's and it's not really like anything... Ha- it's like Seinfeld, where it's like nothing happens, but something happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite in that sense of like, you're just watching what these the life, people right. do, and then it ends, mm-hmm. in a sense. And like, that was... Cinematography, like the independent film aspect of it, I fucking love. Like even the the cinematography reminded me of certain shots of Eternal Sunshine. Like when they showed like a lot of, uh, I guess it was Alabama or Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So some of the rural, the rural shots, the sky with the trees, even some of the shit with the bees. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was very like Eternal Sunshine to me. Some of those shots. And yeah. I, I really like that aspect, and it wasn't a long view. Which I thought was interesting. You know, like, was, I don't know how recent this film is. 2017. 2017. 2017 yeah, it just came out. Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not the aspect ratio. Yeah. Trying to like, yeah, they're not. Which I really found them. interesting because it seemed like the cameras were fucking tight. Like they were. No, they were tight. Very beautiful, crisp, um, and it did seem low budget, but it seemed like those cameras were fucking gorgeous. They were shooting like iPhone 20 or some weird shit, some super, super camera. In a great beginning. Yeah, I mean, if you were to read that that first page of that script, I think it's so captivating. Where this kid's like, stupid this, stupid fucking rock, stupid internet, stupid eyes, stupid life, and then uh, and then it's like my brother got shot. Yeah, it's like that's great. I don't remember credits either. No, no, yeah, it just went right in. Yeah, went right in. Which I like, but it is one of those movies where. You kind of see things where you think they're going to come together. They show you. Maybe they'll show you a, a scene of this. You'll see a scene of this. You'll see a thing of that. And then uh, and then you're waiting because you, you're like, okay, I know where this is going. Right. Right? I can see the roads coming together. And then it kind of does give you that, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, he's dancing, huh? <laughs> uh, no shit. The movie's over, huh? No kidding. Those bees sure look cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's it, huh? No kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, it's true. What, what did you think the bees represented? Oh. um, The more that I'm thinking about it, I think it's somehow intertwined with the gang. Because, mm-hmm. like, the fact that he got stung, mm-hmm. and at the time that he got stung, mm-hmm. I thought was real interesting. But it's one of those where it's like, yes, bees produce honey, but they can also fucking sting you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and also with that idea of, like, I'm not going to take out the trash. And then later on, he's like, yeah, I'll grab that for you. You know, and I love the fact the actors, like, I love movies like this where there's no one attractive in it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean by that, though? Nah, it's more real. It sounds cruel. No, it's real. I'm not saying they're ugly, but it's like, you don't have, you don't have this, like, uh, Tyra Banks type of, yeah. you know, yeah. Sasha Banks from wrestling, if yeah, you guys yeah, are familiar yeah. with that, but like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. beauty uh-huh. yeah, that yeah, yeah. you only really see in like New York or LA yeah. type of Miami maybe, mm. but here you got a movie that's in fucking 
country sticks fucking Arkansas, and it's like the people look like it. And I'm yeah. not saying they're on a track, but it, it looks like they didn't really fuck with makeup, mm. which I think is dope. And I'm even talking like camera makeup yeah. and so forth. Like they gave a natural look. And I thought like that shit I love, where it's like I could look out the look out my window here, and it's like those people are in the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought I love that because then it just makes it feel like instead of watching a film, you are kind of watching a documentary. Yeah, it feels more real. Yeah, I, I kind of got that vibe with the bees too, and that was a a good thing for me. Like I felt like it was more of a an emotional thing. Like you know, how when bees get angry, they just go ahead and try mm-hmm. to sting you. But then it's like, then you find out. Cause I remember I found out when I was younger, like when a bee stings you, then it kills itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, that's get, what I got from like, you just on a destructive path. Yeah, on a destructive path. For no reason. Like, you just stung the kid and was like, I know I'm going out, but right. I don't care. Yeah. Just that's that mentality yeah. though. Yeah, right, right. But right. the irony is, if you, if you didn't swing at the bee, he wouldn't have gotten stung. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that the hard way too. That was, like, that was yeah, an idea stung. I got too. And then, I wish they did something with like, because you know you're supposed to take a stinger out. After they sting you, yeah, and usually, like I think one of the remedies is like rubbing aspirin. Mm. I think aspirin brings up whatever that is, the stinger. Oh, the the, the venom, yeah, the so venom in there. Well, no, the okay. actual, oh, actual stinger. stinger. Oh, okay. So then you could pull it out. Okay. Yes. Um, I wish, not wish, we'll but I think out. it would have been interesting something with that. Like now you've got, even if he didn't do anything with it, and the idea that like. Dude, I got this stinger in my arm. This kid was, he was 13. He didn't know. He didn't know to do that. But no, but still, just the acknowledgement of like, because to me, I would have equated it to the kid who got shot with 357 in Mm, the leg. Where he got stuck in the arm, he still got a stinger. Mm. Dude, this kid's lost bone. Yeah, he couldn't even walk. So to me, it's like, I thought that would have been, because the movie's fucking artsy as shit. Yeah. I felt, I was blown away by How artsy that. it was? Yeah. Like, even, you take scenes where they're just having, the two kids are having regular conversation, and you're kind of, it's kind of um, revealing of the characters, and you're learning about them. But over that, it's like they're throwing rocks. And it's like the images of the sun. I'm trying to think. There yeah, was it got real, real. Yeah, like in the way it got the real Sundance. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. It got you real Sundance. There was uh, this real. Uh, give me a second. It's an independent movie, dude. Uh, something, not butterfly effect, but oh, it's butterfly something, dude. Where this guy got into this accident. It's based on a true story. I can't think of the fucking title right now, but the guy got into an accident. And he ended up being the only way he could communicate is by blinking. Mm. He only had like one eye. He That's couldn't crazy. talk. He couldn't whatever else. So he ended up, the nurse came up with a system basically like if you blink twice, that's B. If you blink four times, that's D. So that's how he would communicate to this lady. And he ended up writing a book. Mm. And in that movie, there are so many sunlight shots like that that are like clarity moments. So I wonder in that movie, going back, like to watch it again, that dialogue that they were having, wonder when some of those sun shots came in, if that was like clarity moments, you know, because we were hearing about the dude who got shot in the leg yeah. and hearing his side like, nah, dude, I don't, I'm straight with guns. Yeah. I don't even want to, no, yeah, I'm never hanging yeah. out with Yeah. And it was, and you know, he had crutches right there mm-hmm. and it was at that time. Uh, yeah, I was actually kind of really surprised by this guy. Hmm? I really was. That's, That's good. What's up, man? Yeah. I saw you when we was watching. I was like, he was he was into it. He was very 100%. intrigued. Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely into it. He was definitely 
getting the thought poses going and stuff. And I was like, cool, we got it. As long as it's something that you wouldn't be sitting there like, why did these guys come over yeah. and show me some golf? Just Which like, would be hilarious to have me commentate on. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Because I really was kind of planning for that. And, uh, but then, like, I could tell once it started, I was like, oh, this is going to be an artsy thing. I, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but this is not what I'm expecting. Mm. And, uh, again, I just love movies that just fucking take place in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. like in any town in America. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, I don't know, what did we watch? A span of four days, maybe? Like, yeah. Maybe Something week. like that. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah I don't even think it was that long. Right. I think it might have been four days. like those yeah. days are happening right now. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially in Arkansas. I don't know. I was really blown away, guys. No, you're really right. Because those are the movies that I like to watch, too. Because those are the ones where it shows you, like, <clears throat> this is just a day in the life. This is a day in yeah. the life in the streets. And and growing up, you know, especially, like, me and Uni in our, in our neck of the woods, uh, we both Bronx boys. But, like, when you grow up, I can never say I had a brother die, but I've known people that have gotten in situations where they either got really hurt or they unfortunately did go. And sometimes you are in those situations emotionally where you're like, yo, yeah. have life, man. I don't yeah. even... So just like you said, now opening scene where he was just like stupid yeah. everything, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's such a crazy Yeah, it just brings you right in to let you know. Like, it's just you know, real dialogue. That's exactly yeah. what a 13-year-old yeah. kid would say. Yeah. 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 Going down the street on a bike. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No houses around. None. Whatever right. else, dude. Right. And the opening. Like, again, if I was handed that script, and I saw that first page. I'm talking even if I was a producer. Mm. It doesn't have to be an actor for the role. Like, mm. if I saw that first page, dude, I'd be like, all right, I'll I'll read this whole screen. <laughs> yeah, man. And for, what, an hour and 15 hour minutes? Hour and 15 yeah. minutes. I mean, that, even a long film. that movie really grabs you within one minute. That, right. that opening thing is like, okay, I'll, right. I'll play along. Right. And it did, the way the movie was set up, it did feel like, I was sitting there like, oh, it's only going to be an hour and 15 minutes, but... The way they brought you along in the film, it felt like so much longer. Yeah. Well, it's because again, but a good one. It did right. feel long. Right. It started to eat at me towards the end. Okay. Because I thought a certain thing was going to happen mm. even before it was like, oh, it could go down, mm. and then uh, it didn't. But I think because like in your head, mm. you're sitting there going, all right, I know how this is going to end. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's like, well, let's just get to it then. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it. And then you're going to it, and you're like, well, come on. Right, this feels right. like forever. I know what's going to happen. Right, right. And then again, the kid fucking dances, and the movie ends. <laughs> you know? Where it's like, okay. I, great. Great. And I think that it's a solid... I think it is a solid place to hang, too. Because, you know, I don't think necessarily the main situation... The only thing is, though... The kid fucking tries out to be in the Bloods, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he gets jumped in. He gets mm -hmm. his, they beat him up, which yep. I thought was kind of lame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, they didn't... Yeah, they fucked him up, but mm -hmm. they didn't, like, fuck him up. They did say... They, thought. they okay. did say they went easy on him. Okay. Okay. But where was the other gang? Like, why did they need that? Yeah. That's, that's one thing I, I wanted to know. And I wonder if if that might be, like... A part of the movie too, because mm. here are these kids fucking learning this shit yeah. that they yeah. see, you know, writing blood, whatever yeah, right, they right. see in gangs, and then of course you see in movies, you see in music. So it's like, were they just doing this to do it? Because you know, there were you no were, crips. Like there were. You want to know the sad thing? Shirt. That's they weren't even cops. 
<laughs> you know what? Yeah, There's a depressing thing. That's probably exactly why they were doing it, just to fucking do it. I've seen so many things like that because it's just. And there's no Just rival the fucking gang. Dude. Yeah. Because I'm like, who killed the brother? We never find out right. how the brother there's died. There's no, no the graces. So, well, the thing I kind of think with that is, is that he might, like, Mookie might have done it. Mm. Just because the way that, like, he, you know, he comes to do this thing, uh, to do this robbery. Okay. And then is, I guess that would be sister's boyfriend yeah it's not really boyfriend. related to him in any way yeah but he happened to be there and i think maybe a situation like that is how his brother got shot mm. like like kind of like you know how seinfeld they all go and fuck each other over and then like they all go do their own thing and yeah. somehow influences each right right life. yeah that's what i think might have happened with the brother because one thing i found interesting was in the beginning of the movie uh was it trevor trayvon yeah right T. Burdick, whatever the kid's name was, that got killed. That oh, had right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The brother. All right. So when he went on Facebook in the beginning, dude, mm-hmm. he went and it was his profile. It was Trevor. That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the brother's Trevor's name. profile. When he looked at it again later in the movie before he went and robbed that, uh, where they were playing dice, mm-hmm. uh, it was his profile picture mm-hmm. that was his brother. I thought, like, if you looked at the name, yeah. it was yeah. uh, it was Dave, which I thought yeah, was very right. interesting. It was his name, but right? His so he put his brother thing, yeah. as the profile picture. Right, right, right. I'm glad which, you caught that. Yeah, I which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah, I peeped that. Yeah, I definitely peeped that because I was like, yo. Because I was confused. I was like, wait, who's Davian? Is Davian the brother? Like, right. Oh, he's just switching it up. Nice. No, yeah. Okay. Because you know when you're young, you know when you're young, you got the Facebook profile. I think it was like a. There's like an age restriction or something like that. I don't even remember that far back. You know, <laughs> you know what? It's, it's like, even if you think of the dialogue where like, for example, dude, Mook's talking to him. You know, Mook's this gang member mm-hmm. that's in the bloods that kind of is now looking over him. Uh, he helped kind of beat his ass to get him in. And he's sitting there with him. And he's talking about how his older brother died. And then how he had to go and bust ribs. Mm-hmm. And you got to hit him in the ribs because that's where it fucking hurts. And they need to feel your pain. So you keep your head up and you show your ribs. So then this kid goes, both of them, Mook and uh, Day Day, uh, they go and they rob that fucking uh, dice game. Right. Where his uh, sister's, uh, sister's boyfriend is there. So then sister's boyfriend texting him, whatever else, waits for him to come home. This kid's going out, hanging out at strip clubs, getting wasted, puking in the toilet. Not even good street right? clubs. Whatever else. Comes back home. Brian's still waiting. And the thing I found interesting was Brian didn't fucking hurt his ribs. Mm-hmm. It didn't do anything to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something the kid's never had before. I think that's maybe something the community hasn't had before. Yes. Where they just have been trying to go for ribs. I mean, you don't have those dudes sitting on the couch mm-hmm. after they fucking rob a place who we don't know how well or bad it went. Where they're just sitting around like, I don't want to live this life no more. Mm-hmm. And then what? The next sequence is Mook in the car with Day Day being like, I'm going to show you how to fucking do this. My life ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to show you how to do this. Well, I'm not like, sure how not to do any shit. Yeah. Oh, it's very real. It's not tempting. No. It doesn't make, you know. And then I like I like the fact you had the kid that got shot as, um, I forgot his name. But it's like this. Yeah, Braden. Kind of like this beacon of light. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. the sense, you know, even when he brought the gun out and went to shoot. I mean, there were some scenes, dude, you know, where it's like. He pointed the gun at him. It was like, yo. I was like, dude, this shit's going to go off. 
this shit's gonna go out and never did. That's right. But that that would have been cliche. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There was a, that's what I liked about it because again, where we thought it took so long is because I felt like we quote unquote knew how the movie was gonna end. Kind of cliche, but then it doesn't end mm-hmm. that way. But it leads you to believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than how a lot of movies yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Like a poor example would be like a Rocky or yeah. something where they'll they'll say, the, I just want to make it to 15 rounds. You know he's gonna. Right, right. You know? But they had, they had that like, we know he's gonna make it 15 rounds, but then it doesn't actually go that way. Which is interesting to me. Really interesting. I'm trying not to spoil the movie for people, but I think eventually I'm gonna the more I talk about yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's straight, it's straight. It's, it's straight. all good, man. We it's on Netflix. It. You gotta watch it. It is on Netflix. We let you vibe, man, because that's how deep the movie was. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, dude, I want to see the screenplay now mm. because we watched it with subtitles. And I remember in the beginning, I'm like, yo, I can take these off. Yeah, it's fine. I'm glad they were up. Oh, God. There's some dialogue. It's very like Snatch. Yes. Where it's just oh, some God. of that. Where it's just some of that Arkansas rule, yeah. like yeah. that, that slang. Yeah. That's why there's so much that was like inaudible, inaudible, inaudible. Right, yeah. there was, there was. You know? The slang is crazy. <laughs> but, um, there, how do I say, like, even like gone, for example, was spelled G-O-N, not like G-O-N-E. Right. It kept to the dialect... And I'm just, I'm just curious. The screenplay is written like that. It probably is. I think, yes. I think yes. there's a beauty yes. to that, dude. That, yeah. Knowing your characters, like, there's a beauty to that. Like, because it's hard to do. It's just hard to do. What's, what, what are you saying? It's hard to do. Like, like, like just get an authentic a dialect. Because if it's authentic, you shouldn't understand what the hell they're saying. I feel. Well, um, yeah. Because the thing is, this. Just like Tim said, it's rural Arkansas, yeah, but it's like, also the country. Like yeah, country. country. Like, they got yeah. their own way yeah. of talking. Yeah, because, you know, like yeah. the movie, like, ATL. Yeah. When we showed Superfly. Yeah. 2018 version. It's just... My New York ass was not understanding what they were yeah, saying. Yeah, and the country is just, you know, they die, like, especially in the hood version, the hood part of the country. It's just very... Very different. Just very different. And if you don't know what's being said... You just don't know, man. It's like, it might as well be a foreign language. Yep. Yeah, and... um. You know, there's always a funny video online if you ever look it up. Uh, just look up uh, DJ Academics interview with the Migos, the rap group. And the Migos are from Atlanta and they're trying to be very, oh, you know, geez. they're just being themselves, yeah. you know. And they're trying to wrap up the interview, but they're, they're at an award show, so it's very loud. But, you know, one of the Migos, I forgot which one, I think it was. Is it Offset? Yeah. Yeah, he's a wild like, one. You don't know about being bad at man? And DJ Academics from up north. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? And he keeps saying it. He's like, what you say? What? Right. What? And he keeps saying, and the dude's not raising his voice to, so he can hear him. He's not changing his dialect. He's not slowing down his talk. He's staying in the same speed, same words. And he's just looking at homeboy like, you're just going to have to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's how it is down south. I yeah. went to school out there, and they're just... Yeah, all station. We're not yeah. changing our voices for you. This that's is fair. Who we are. That's fair. But it's the same way our way. Like, yeah, you come up to New York, you're like this. Y'all talk too fast, like you know, you yeah, listening like, slow. No, listening slow. But down south is the same way. Yeah. We talking fast, and we gotta understand what they saying. So I, I love the authenticity of it, where it's just like, yo, it just reminded me. Even the strip club scene, I was like, man, I yes. remember being in strip yeah. clubs in the, in the in the south. Oh like, yeah, that's a whole. 
there are some that are like, oh, this is immaculate, and then there's some like that scene, and you're well, like, that's, oh, that's a barn, sir. Yeah, that's we are in the I'm barn. I'm glad they showed that at the end because remember I said to you, I was like, this is the strip club where you're like, I gotta get my stuff together. Right. Well, it's like you ever listen to whatever that last track on a Quim and I. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they do that thing yeah. from like the award show. Yeah. Where it's just like, all right, I'll be telling you this and the thing of yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. how it's gonna be, all right, this is how we do this. And it's like, what the fuck did you just say? Right, right. And they play that whole thing. I fucking love it. But they do they like they have that Atlanta, like especially that album. Like compared when they started getting a little bit more that draw it kinda right. yeah, like, people, a little bit. We gotta like people overseas need to understand what we're saying. So let's chill yeah, out. Yeah. I think that was the uh I think that was the, the the Vibe Awards show. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, when Sugar and them was beefing and then he came in yes. like, nah, hold on. Like we we got something to say. We the South. Yeah. We got something to yes. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, even overseas, if we showed you a, a British film it'd be the same thing. Where they say something you're like, Okay. Yeah. Even though it's all English, technically. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. You gotta keep the subtitles on for that. But yeah, that that whole just yeah, that whole vibe was just real. It's just like down south, like they're it's not like the city where there's like something on every block. There's a store, or there's a Chinese food store, or or a laundromat or something. It's just like dude, they were hanging out at a place, and they were amazed that all these little rocks used to be bigger rocks. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, right. Like, look at this dust here. Isn't this? Yeah. My brother breaks down fucking rocks. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. That, kind of that was the, that was the job. That was one of the jobs. Yeah. He was like, I need this job, and I'm like, damn, I didn't even thought about a job like that. Right. They were shooting a gun in a random, just field like setting. I think it's actually. I think those are called quarries. Okay. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. like that word they do like the rock. <laughs> yeah. Q U A R R Y. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's how it's like. They were in a fucking quarry <laughs> in rural Arkansas. Yeah. See? That's why I said, man, it's a hood everywhere, but man. One thing, oh, yeah. too, though, is like, you know, this is going to sound bad. Okay. Maybe coming from a white guy, but hear me out. All right. Uh, listening. Like, the thing with the dialogue. Right. Okay. Basically, everyone in that town is somewhat the same. Right. Just yeah. because it's a small town. Yeah. So you literally had maybe, you don't, main characters, you might have had five. And I think overall, you might have had 10 to 12. And to have all of them have that dialect, but yet still sound different. Does that make sense? Like that, yeah. The scene oh, where he yeah, got jumped that. in, and before yeah. he shows up, you got like, I don't know, six, eight dudes standing around, mm-hmm. and they're all talking, passing a blunt. Mm-hmm. They all have this dialect, and they're all somewhat the same mm-hmm. because their town. This is yeah. this, they're the same. They're all wearing white shirts. Yes, big ass white time, shirts, like it's two thousand eight. And and the twang's there, but yet each of their like dialogues were different. And like currently, doing, I'm trying to write a book right now. Right. And, and like. The, it's about when I was homeless in New York, hmm. and like the opening thing in it is when uh, one morning, you know, I fell asleep at Washington Square Park, and in the morning I woke up, and I got I got woken up by cops. Right. And I'm trying to write the dialogue, and it's like I got two cops. How do I make them talk cop language, but yet still be different? Because they were different. Where one hmm. was kind of like, it's not safe for you to be sleeping here, and then the other one was like. So what, you get drunk at a frat party last night and passed out here? There you go, you, know, you just did but, it. <laughs> you just sense, did it. Yeah. But it's like, but yeah, also, how you get it on but page. also to get into, to your, your, why do you have this scene? 
Why is there this conversation? You're unveiling something. You're showing something to the audience that's going to move the story forward. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times without narration and so forth, you do that with dialogue. Mm -hmm. And certain words said in certain ways really does fucking matter mm -hmm. when it comes down to it. Because yeah. then, then if I write the cop thing just kind of like how I did there, mm -hmm. the thing is as a reader, you're going to be like, well... That's not how cops talk. Yeah. So I don't know my research. So now my story doesn't have the credibility. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So it's like the same with that guy. If he misses up some of that fucking circle dialogue, dude, it kills the credibility of the whole fucking story. Yeah. And, and like, to me, I find that that shit is very difficult. Yeah. It's like, again, I keep bringing up Seinfeld. I'm sorry. That's fine. But, like, in that, when they're writing the pilot episode, and then they're like, all right, let's bring in Elaine. Christ, what do girls say? <laughs> You know, and then they're like, we don't know what girls do. I will hope they would just have a chick to consult on the side. I will hope. Certainly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's what Carol Leifer ended up being. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, to be one person, maybe two. I think there were two writers, actually, and two directors. Yeah, it was one director, two writers. Right. So, uh, to have two people to, to do different dialogues and also uh, to be coming from different mindsets. Because the characters you're writing aren't who you are. So to, to be able to put yourself in their shoes and, and to have them act and speak in the way that they would as you are being yourself, uh, there's a tremendous talent to that, I think. Tremendous. You know, it's, like, it's why I like Tarantino. Mm. Why do people love Tarantino? It's because of dialogue. There's questions. There's commands. There's interruptions. There's, you know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, that's the thing that we get enriched by. Pulp Fiction, dude. We love... Samuel Jackson's dialogue with John Travolta at the end. We loved Honey Bunny and fucking whatever pumpkin and Honey Bunny when they're talking about robbing a fucking diner, and and that dialogue was just it was so fantastic. Even little things like Garcon coffee and having the chick come to the fucking table and go Garcon means boy, <laughs> and then have her walk away in that little silence. Like all of that is necessary. To the bigger picture. And they're just these little small fucking details. But they really do add up. Big time. That's what's up, man. Yeah, the director is from Arkansas. Oh, see, oh no so kidding. Yeah, he's not a black guy. Really? He's a Pakistani guy. That's what oh. I figure. What about the Steven? Yeah, I'm trying to find it out right now. He's, he is, he's a black guy. And Scoot. I want to know, I would like to know too if you can, how old they are. Oh, okay. Well, Uni's looking at him. Yeah, man. So, yeah. <clears throat> usually we have a... It will probably be a little easier than our most movies. Mm -hmm. Usually we have a scene that we, uh, and we have a segment we call, it's called Whose Mans Is This? And Whose Mans Is This means that somebody's doing too much, they're just doing the most, they're extra right now in this film. Is there extra as in like annoying? Like they're yeah. doing something too yeah. much? Yeah, annoying yeah. or bad. Like someone during Corona that's wearing gloves, a surgical mask, and a one of those face guards. Oh, yeah, I guess that'll be that's extra. That's a little Corona okay. extra. Okay. Uh, you wait to say that. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to use that as Corona extra. Then that's fine. That's fine. Then that's fine with us. That'll make it easier for you. Go that's ahead with fun. that, my brother. But, <laughs> oh, I like that. that what character funny. did you feel in this movie you would look at and say, man, whose man's is this? Dude, I guess it would be the, it would be the main character. Okay. Just because a lot of times... Um, you know, especially with that first opening dialogue of stupid this, stupid that, stupid mm. that. And as the kid goes on, to me, it was like, well, this kid's just completely ungrateful for anything. 
Mm. You know, he's bitching about taking out the trash because mm. he's got juice on him. Mm. You know, he does the, uh, you know, hey, there's some breakfast. Great. He pours fucking cereal. And it's like, well, dude, your sister made you eggs. He's like, I don't want those fucking eggs. Mm. And it's like, again, how I mentioned about time. That girl took time to make those fucking eggs. That mm-hmm. matters. And I felt like the kid was just being ungrateful for everything. Understandably, yes, his brother did die. And that's got to make you go, fuck the world, without mm. a doubt. Especially mm. when it seemed like he didn't have much. Mm. I don't know, like he mentioned that his mom went loony after yeah. the shooting. And yeah. his dad yeah. wasn't around. Right. So yeah. it must have been just the mom. No, he said a dad, he and his dad weren't getting along. Right. Yeah. So then, That's but it sounds said. like he was staying with his mom. He was. Right. And then the brother got shot. Mm-hmm. Right. The mom went nuts. Mm-hmm. Now he's staying with the sister. Yeah. So that whole, like, the world's against me, especially being 13, uh, I get all that. And it's kind of like how I look at Holden Caulfield now in Catcher of the Rye. When mm-hmm. I read it as a kid, as a teenager, I was like, I fucking get this kid. Yeah, fuck these phonies. As I've gotten older and reread Catcher in the Rye, Holden Caulfield's a little bitch. <laughs> it's a little crying, whining, complaining bitch. But that's what we are as teenagers. Yeah. We are. How many times have you watched, uh, or not watched, but like, we know those shows, uh, like, uh, I don't know, 16, and it's my birthday, my dad's going to buy me like a BMW shows. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, oh, and TV yeah, shows. Right. And TV shows. Okay. So it's like, okay. look, at, look at those 16-year-olds, dude that have shit, mm-hmm. and they're still ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Now imagine the ones that don't have shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're not ungrateful. Yeah. But I know that was part of his character. Right. But out of everyone in the movie, like even the blood seemed to have a bigger heart than uh, uh, Day Day. Yeah. Because like he was even a dick to the kid who had the fucking, who got yeah. shot in the leg. Like, he was a dick to yeah, ride he, your bike, dude. Yeah, and nothing wrong with your leg. We yeah, didn't even I, know he got shot. I'm like, right. wait, he got shot? You talking right. like that? He even right. told him that yeah. it shattered. Uh, yeah. Bone shattered. Well, you told him later, but it was like, he or he knew that. Yeah, well, yeah, you knew he was hurt. So, that's yeah. well, right. And then, right. and then the kid doesn't like the gun. Okay. You know he doesn't. Yeah, and it's pretty just, obvious to us yeah, why? why he wouldn't, right? So then he takes the kid out to a quarry and then takes the gun out. Constantly is going here. I want you to shoot it. I want you to shoot it. I'm sorry. Like the kid's a dick. So out of all of them, again, it, it was really interesting to me that the gang members seem to show more love and empathy than Day Day. Oh yeah. You know? Well, one of them, one of them ended up becoming a farmer. Yep. Yeah. He's a uh, screwed his shit. Yeah, he, it looked like he farm. was the one. Trying he's trying to, to get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think he was the one that told him, "Don't even show him cooking the crack." He's like, "Come on, man, he's yeah. only 13. You don't right, need to right, that. right. You don't need to see that." Smoking, yeah. he was like, "Yo, don't smoke that yet. Don't smoke that yet." Yeah, like, yeah. He was coming. Yeah, wanted to make that good impression. Yeah, yeah. right, right. He right. was actually, he's like the one that was like, "Yeah, I'm not. This ain't for me." Yeah, I'm done yeah, because yeah, yeah. Now I think like, about it, he was he was trying to tell dude to chill out when he was fixing the car. Right, because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about my part. Yeah, right, and his man's. His man was like, you ain't going to get the job. And the dude gave him a job over. Yeah. 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 So I I, I can say day-day, but if a close runner-up would be Mook. Yeah, Mook was running a lot. Was just, it was like he picked and chose how he wanted to jump everybody. Because one moment in the beginning when they jumped day-day in, they kind of like ragdoll him and swing him. Mm. But then when they jumped the other kid, they, they threw a drink in his face. Yeah. And I was like, yo... Why did you do No this? consistency. Yeah, no consistency. But still, though, I would say that Mook, though, had compassion. Because, like, for example, why did I, why did I, first of all, why did I do it lightly 
two day day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I got a heart. I love like I like this kid. He reminds oh, me of me. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then, but also, gang initiation, dude, is out of love. Being the shit out yeah, of the other person, tough. dude, mm-hmm. is out of love. Yeah. Right. When he even takes him to that robbery where they end up robbing Brian, mm. right? Mm. Even the whole dialogue on the way, it's out of a good place. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just misguided. It's, it's right, but he, but his intentions yeah. are are wonderful. He's mm. looking at this is a little me. I right. want to look out yeah. for him. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had someone looking out for right. me. Yeah. I know how you feel. Right. I lost my brother. Yeah. You stick with me. Dude, right. We're gonna be able to get through this shit. Yeah. All of it was out of love. But if you look at how Day Day brought people along, mm. it wasn't out of love. It nah. was very bully. Yeah. Very bully, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. He was mean to everybody. Yeah, everybody that wanted to show him some type of love, and then when he finally got somebody that was like more aggressive on showing love than him, he was like, "Nah, chill, just take me home." Well, once they robbed the joint and went back, he immediately started taking out the trash. Yeah. Right, 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 like, right. Sad, but not. Well, you know what? And I'll cook yeah. food for everyone. Yeah. Else. Only thing I'll say, move did wrong was when they robbed the dice game and he said his name. Yeah. I was like, dude, he's not very good. That wasn't very bright. Like. Or maybe it was like he knew who that guy was. I don't think he did. But see, also because he asked, like, you know anybody over there? Yeah, but remember, he he, I think he knew that Day Day was lying. Interesting. I didn't get that. So probably to be a dick move is just be... like, come on, Day. But see, also though, how you were saying like, you know, you think Mook is was a little extra. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Okay. But keep in mind, I think he was in the deepest. Yeah. Oh yeah. When it comes to, like, he has to live that gang. Right? Yeah, right. Right. That there is no. Yeah. I'm gonna work on some fucking field yeah. and whatever else, yeah. shovel dirt, yeah. right? So he's in the deepest. Mm. So of course he is gonna be the guy that's doing those extra things. Yeah, it's, that's true. Because it's just like people, like people with uh, Trump right now. You know, you get people that go on Facebook and they're constantly writing about how much they hate Trump. Then what are they gonna do when if Trump is in an office? Like they don't have that thing. Mm-hmm. They don't, and that's what I'm talking about with this guy. I don't find something he else. doesn't have. Yeah, but he doesn't have anything, anything else. else because there is nothing, nothing else, else out yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. When Trump's gone, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a new enemy that I can fucking put my blame on. But this dude, when his gang life is over. There's nothing in that area to replace it. There's nothing. Mm. I mean, look at the job crushing rocks yeah. or fucking what doing avocado plants or whatever <laughs> the fuck they were doing there planting, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's your fucking options mm. because a you're not that educated, mm. right? Right? Mm. Dropped out of school. I mean, this kid's 13 doing gang shit. I don't yeah. imagine they have college degrees and whatever else. So the, the right. opportunities to even get decent jobs in there. So this dude is is. He is uh, a deep-rooted tree. Mm. He is a tree that's mm. been around for fucking 200 years, while all these other trees just been around for 50. Right. So he's the one who's going to go to a liquor store or whatever else, a deli, and have a fucked-up robbery, and then the next night be robbing again. Yeah. That's true. Out of all His of boy them. didn't even join him. He's like, right. oh, I'm good. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's in deeper yeah. than everyone else. Yeah. So he had to be a little extra. Because again, if he loses this, he's right now he's got some power, he's got some push, control, say, authority. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, his ego gets the fucking dopamine. Once that's gone, 
And if you were to have peace and utopia and everyone could make decent money without fucking violence and drugs, that what would he do? And you, you bring up a good point, too. Because yeah. now, now it kind of ties together with the whole, like, I see Day-Day and me type vibe. Yeah. I see me and Day-Day type vibe. Because when Day-Day was like, yo, Mook want Mook us to come through. And what did his man say? Nah, I'm straight. Yeah. I'm going right. to chill. Because he was like, I want to be in the bloods, but I ain't trying to do all. Like, yeah. after what I just saw... I think I'm gonna take a quick break. Yeah, like, nah, take a day go off. Back. Let's go chill. Yeah, and he gave me money. All right, let's do it again. And then when he really, when now he's in the thick of it, he's like, "Uh, I'm in too deep. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do." But as a kid, when you're in too deep, you still have a chance. But yeah, yeah. Then, oh yeah, I keep bringing you in. Yeah. Now I won't be alone. Exactly. Yeah. Now somebody's and in there. Deep and that's building. what it ends up turning into. Mm-hmm. Because the power, the authority, all of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But when you're feeling alone. Yeah. That's when you feel trapped. Yeah. There's no way out. So that's probably why I was freaking I out. This, yeah. If I take this 13 year old kid and mold him, based, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got a, I've got a Robin for life. I got a Robin. <laughs> yeah. Until, yeah. Until, until, until he becomes Nightwing or yeah. dies or, right. or gets well, beaten by the court Until what Anything. would happen is Robin would fucking take out Batman eventually yeah. All right. because no, Robin. Because dude, think I like about to read it. that story. Batman gets old. Yeah. Robin gets older. Mm-hmm. So, but Robin would be in his prime. This motherfucker's Tom Brady age, yeah. still trying to play. Yeah. It's like, all right, That's you know funny. what? Time for a change. You created me so well mm. that, you know what? You're done. And Brian, here's that money back and some. Mm. Sorry I robbed you, bro. He did try to give the watch back. Still. Yeah, yeah but he said it. He Little tried to sign. Show him. Yeah. The, the only sign of empathy from yeah. that character. But he did throw the gun away, too. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did show that it was a small bit so of So I feel like... It was small hopes. Small, very small, small yeah. but it was like, all right, you're not told, you're not so far gone, But there's no hope. But you're in. But you're in. You're in. And that's what Brian you can was get trying out. to show him. Brian was yeah. trying to show him love to say, yeah. hey, look, I get it. it's not too late. I yeah. get it. I'm, yeah, that was a very uh, good Goodwill hunting. Yeah. 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 I was thinking like, that the whole time right. when he's like, I get it. Yeah. He's like, no, little man, I get it. Yeah, that's all he said. He's like, I understand, man. No, 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 no. I get it. <laughs> I really like that Brian yeah. guy. By yeah, yeah, he's the best character. He's like, a character. Even, even the points where, like, there was a point where he was like, hey, dude, you know, if you need anything, day day, I'm here. Yeah. I'm like a big brother. And, and we all know watching it, where mm-hmm. it's like, we know what you meant. You're not doing not it right. That's not the thing to say. The time it was wrong. And, and it, and, but still, I love that character for doing it. Yeah, of course. Like, how the dude delivered it. And even, like, when he walked away and how he, like, went back after him, like, you don't need to be like that. Yeah. You know? He's like the anti-Mook. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It gotta be. Yeah. It gotta like, be. Like, they're both fat. Yeah, I do like the fact they were. blunts are also smoked in rural Arkansas. Oh, I, 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 I didn't think they were. You know, they why would use, you think they, they didn't, didn't use, use papers? Oh, that's funny. There wasn't, they didn't make a bowl out of an apple. No, that's. You know. In the black community, we like our blunts. We like, uh... That's, I feel like... Well, it's know, great. Cigarettes. Yeah, I feel like that's just universal. Uh, I'm pretty sure out there they were using backwoods. Well, you yeah. know what I heard? You know where blunts started from? I don't know so, where it started from. It's, um... Hell's Angels. Oh. Biker guys. Because they would roll it up in blunts, and then it would look like cigars mm. when they're driving down whatever, and cops okay. look at them, and mm. it's a cigar. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know how true that is, but I remember reading that somewhere years ago. It's okay. no different than if you're driving and smoking. Right. 
Yeah, but on a motorcycle, you know, yeah. you got that thing moving. Because you need that paper. You need that yeah. kind of paper, though. Yeah. You know, because oh, right. you don't have, like, yeah. an igloo to right. cover you. Yeah. Right. You know, because if you just have regular papers, that shit will just fly. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. And obviously, you can't smoke a bowl and drive at the same right. time on a motorcycle. I've done it in a car. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just put that leg up like this. And, yep. But you can't do that on a motorcycle. Nah. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting because it's like, yeah, the, the they did smoke a lot oh. um, and they tried to get him to smoke. I don't know. They, he, he and that's right. one thing that bothered me too when they're talking about like, yo, I can't pay these bills. They just turn my lights off. And it's like, well, stop buying weed. Stop. Right. <laughs> that's stop why we weed. buy weed. We buy weed in the hood because <laughs> we're upset about, about the lights being like off. You you, I don't, I'm pretty sure you heard that Cat Williams joke where he's like, you you uh you're sitting there about your problems like man they're about to cut off my lights and then he said you take one hit of that weed and you go man fuck this goddamn light bill and we'll put up candles it's like that's basically how we yeah, feel that's it's like you your problems are literally out in the open it's like weed is supposed to be your therapist and that's what happened they were sitting there and the guy's like oh man I don't got no money I gotta get a job this is it. And you saw his mans did what every other friend do when you compl- when black people complain when they smoking together, the other friend is not interested, and that's what his friend did. His friend was like, mm-hmm. "I do not be interested." Uh huh. Uh huh. But sometimes we have the same problems. Never falling asleep talking. That's I that's will say. That's they were smoking no, a lot smoking though. Lot. They were yeah, probably yeah, smoking yeah, for hours. Happened. They, they was hit, I don't think it was that they was hitting something strong. I think it was the the quantity. Yeah, they well, were doing so but much. The thing I would I end my sentence. And then pass out. Right. And not like, so you know. Uh, yeah. Hey. You know, I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, courtesy. yo, Day Day's a punk, and I ain't getting no job. Day Day. No, I would finish my sentence and yeah, then fall asleep, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh shoot! They were took. They were smoking too much, man. They had a long day of gangbanging. He was tired. I, I guess. Yeah. That's really what goes down. I mean, I guess you can't smoke that much weed when there's not a rival gang. Yeah. <laughs> you know? really just saying about that? Lack of a rival <laughs> Again, gang. There's no rival it doesn't make gang any sense. Anything, it so really don't make like, sense. It is a. It is a question yeah. that needed to be asked. Like, because do the Crips have their own yeah. strip club across town? Yeah, they probably do. Miles away. Yes. Right, miles away. Do they live in the nicer area of neighborhood? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we gonna shoot them one day when we all get calls. Yeah. Like just or if Ubers are out there or something. I don't know. It, it is. It was something that was definitely bugging me. I mean, it took away from that cliche of like there's bloods and there's crips. Yeah. Because I expect them to show up at any time. Right. Like, oh, they never yeah. showed up. Yeah, at least right. one. No mention. Yeah. No nothing. Or just a random gang or something. I don't yeah. Know. But I mean. And in a small town. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, you're in a small town. First of all, let's, I don't know what kind of car. I'm terrible with cars. But let's okay. say they had like a fucking 78 Chevelle, Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That blue car, whatever movie yeah. had, right? Now, he goes and he puts a fucking trash bag on the back to cover up the license nice. plate, which yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people got a car that's banged up like that with a certain dents and whatever else in this fucking town? Like, because you figure that's not his first fucking deli rob. Right? It's not their first robbery in general. Right. Or whatever else. No. So you don't think eventually, dude, there's going to be some people like, oh, it's a light blue car. Couldn't see the license yeah. plate, but... And then eventually be like, oh, it's that 
Mookie, dude. <laughs> I know that car. What did the store owner be like? Dude, They're never smart dude. enough to like drive, go to another town. There's like 500 people in this town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. aren't you going? They were like, we're gonna go. I had a friend in high school who did rob. Or are they that far away that there is like they'd have to drive? To Maybe that could be possible. <laughs> like an hour drive to the next town over. Right. Well, like that's what I was saying. That's in the possible. Country, in the country, it's it's. It's not like it is in New York where it's like, oh, I can walk to my yeah. right. So it's literally a drive to even a McDonald's. It's a drive. It's a eventually, yeah. dude, if you rob and shoot everybody in the town, eventually you're just going to have your parents left to rob. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Then they're going to know. Yeah. These guys aren't don't seem to be the sharpest. Because I, I knew somebody that robbed when I lived in the PA for a little bit. He robbed like a town liquor store. He was caught immediately. I was like, yeah, dude. Go to another town. Well, yeah, that's why I said it just goes back to that. It's just you have to. I remember when I was down, I went to school in North Carolina. Shout out to Winston yeah. Salem. School. I was I was stationed in North HBCU Carolina. Life. Um, yeah, you and you see you were stationed where? In North Carolina. Okay, Jacksonville. So we, wow, we was both in the we were both in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. So, I, I would have thought like Wilmington. I wish. Like Cape Fear. Yo, that that, I think that's I think that's Army. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It is. I wish. Yeah. So he knows. Like, if somebody says, "Yo, I'm just going." to get McDonald's, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A, do you want anything, and you say, I want A, B, and C, the person, you literally watch the person be like, ah. like they're getting their whole body ready for this ride, yeah. the drop is going to be like 15 you're be driving at least just to come back with like five cheeseburgers, at least. so I know they were sitting there like, yo, we got to get the guns ready, we got to get our legs stretched out, because it's going to be yeah, a drop. I don't, I don't even think they had a McDonald's in that time. Nope. No, I didn't nope. see no. Very local. Very, very low. No chain. When they said rural, they was not lying. I don't even think there's a post office. No. <laughs> I mean, that's serious. I mean, they probably didn't want to pay. They had mailboxes. No. Yeah. They didn't want to pay McDonald's to show McDonald's, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Movie not. Universe, there was like no chain restaurant. No, not, not even a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, and that's usually down there. Yeah. That's usually. That's... They probably don't even have a dollar store there. I think they were at our doll store. Well, it'd be robbed. Yeah, it'd be robbed. Yeah. It would definitely be robbed a lot more times. That would have been the central store they would have robbed. That's hilarious. Uh, and then they did bust two shots in the deli. Hopefully they didn't they actually harm somebody. I don't think they did. I mean, because they, they did say it was effed up. What happened. Yeah. So that's all I was assuming. I don't think they got any. I think it sounded like the guy shot at them immediately. Yeah, like mm. Uh, mm. one of those where it's like, we'll yeah. go in, we'll get the register, we'll get the safe. Mm. And I think maybe they might have gotten some of the register, and then the guy fucking brought out something. Yeah, he started was like, Dude, That bullet almost shot me in the head. Yeah, I can't do this shit no more. Yeah. yeah. So that guy must have like, I think he, it didn't go his plan. No. Him, you know. He did say late in the movie he needed that money. Oh yeah, so he, he he probably shot at him. Yeah. And they were like, oh fuck that, we yeah. You know, you shoot just blindly shooting at yeah. this point because you're trying to run and shoot at the same time. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. So, I mean, yeah, this was a, this was a very, very good movie. It's, it's a movie I, I think it's people should see once in their life. It's one of those, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know if it's like, I wouldn't say that it was great, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's, uh, I bet you it's a very accurate uh, depiction of things. And I think it's, um, and I also think it's just, Again, I think with our times and whatever else, I think uh, there's a lot of universal kind of characters and also just like the emotions that are brought up. Because it really is this sense of like, 
who the fuck am I? What am I doing? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> what, what happens going when on? shit gets taken from you? When that that wasn't the rules mm-hmm. when I started out. When I was a kid and I had parents protecting me, that wasn't the rules. And now it seems like, what, what do you do when you got lost? Mm-hmm. Do you go this direction? You know? Or when someone fucks you over, do you fuck them over? Or do you give them an olive breeze? Do you extend a hand? Like, there's, there's a lot of this in this movie that I like. And I love the fact, I mean, again, low budget. It comes from the heart, in my opinion. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, and how can you not fucking respect that? Very well done, very artsy, and not in a negative way. Mm. Artsy, like real, like, all right, this isn't like. It's just a beautiful depiction of some ugly thing. Yes. It really really captures a lot of beauty in what they see as an ugly, ugly town to live in, really, Mm -hmm. because their attitudes are all just like, there's no jobs here, no this, this. And uh, some of those shots and cinematography really does show the beauty of the area that the kid called stupid yeah it actually showed the beauty of all the things yeah. that are stupid you know like a nice ass lake with clean ass water like i will definitely pay attention to the next movie uh what's his name i'll anana. say his name right now yeah anana anani i'm saying it wrong and i apologize aman abasi yeah. i'm assuming that's how you say it. yeah, yeah aman I, would, abasi. I would definitely see another movie of his without a doubt yeah they don't say his age but he's definitely from arkansas hey see that's that's badass I think that that's awesome. Shout out to Amon Abbasi. That's that's pretty dope, man. That uh, he made. Is it his first film? I think so. Yeah. Okay, good okay. for him. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, that's his first. That's what's up. That's a that's a great debut. Low yeah, it is. It's his again, first one. I bet you it is fucking shot on a goddamn phone or Probably. something like ridiculous. Yeah. Definitely I would like to know that. the budget. Yeah, that's definitely something. I bet you they don't even hit ten Gs. Nah. You can find that out actually. Yeah. I think unless it's solo budget, they don't even say it. Much in the same neighborhood, yeah. Well, it's like uh, I have I have some buddies. They did a movie called Bad CGI Sharks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spoof on uh, B Shark movie. Yeah. And their budget, I think they ended up doing maybe sixty five hundred. Hmm. Wow. And it is. It's a. It's a. Decent movie, dude. It's, like, it's funny. It's kind of it's some of the original take on things, and it's just a complete spoof on like Sharknado and whatever else. And their budget was pretty low, and they made about the same amount of minutes too, like what that one fifteen. Right. Okay. Check that out. If we can, if not, it's all right. Yeah, it doesn't. We say. can't have this dead air. We just can't. It doesn't even say the. It doesn't even say. Yeah, you're right, but it doesn't even say the numbers. So okay. it's super low. Budget. I bet. Yeah, I bet you it's under ten then. Yeah, definitely. That's Is it that low? I mean, yes. Yeah, we. Yeah, dude. Because again, like makeup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't uh, like they do. I think. I mean, dude, you look at some of that lighting, like when they're in the cars, you know, and and they do that like fade to black, and they kind of just show like. It's very low density, and it's like you just see kind of like this golden light of an arm, maybe side of a face, fade to black. Um, yeah, so like to me, that I don't know, that's brilliant, dude. It's got to be under 10 Gs. I wonder how much it made. Did it probably didn't go to the did, box office. No, it did not go to the box right? office. Did, yeah. Straight up, uh, shown at a festival, yeah, shown at a film festival and, and Netflix got it, it right? So that's and it. Netflix said, let's, you know, bring, bring it over here, let's stream it. Good for them. From there, which is still good because you're still getting some with the views and all that. She made $2,000. It made $2,000? Yeah, according to this. Latest ranking on cumulative box office lists. Okay. All time domestic box yeah, office. But I bet you, it, but the thing is, I bet you it played a lot of like 
like, um, where is it, on Broadway? And, uh, like Sundance and shit? You know that Adidas? No, not yeah. the Sundance, but there's like the Adidas store. Right. Like Broadway and like uh, Houston, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's that, Those little, yeah, little, there's that yeah. little corner place uh-huh, that plays yeah, yeah, all yeah. these little, mm-hmm. I bet you it's that stuff, kind yeah. of place. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Which, is, yeah. which would be baller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it still got his views. Nah, I, I know what you're talking about. And I think also, too, dude, that's the future of movies. Yeah. I really think... Uh, I mean, again, shot by yourself, somewhat independently done. Yeah. Uh, a story that's fucking true to you from where you come you from. You don't need 10,000 people working on it. Right, right. You don't. You don't need half would, a city working on your movie. Would you want to see a sequel to this film if they made one? Um, that's a tough question, dude, because a lot of times with sequels in general, uh, you're disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't, like... Um, Everyone's excited about like a Bill and Ted's three. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I heard it was good. I don't know if I'm gonna hurt it's good, but then again, you don't you know, know who to trust. Look, I like Bon Jovi now, mm-hmm. and it's not because Bon Jovi's any good. It reminds me of when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> like, for some of these people, yeah, that's true. Bill and Ted's it might just remind them of being 15, yeah. and they're gonna yeah. go, "Oh, I like this," but it yeah. may not be that good of a movie. It may not be that good. I would be interested to see if they had a thing where maybe Dave Bond, like years down the road. Whether he's still in it or he got out, I think maybe that would be interesting. But I really think uh, I think this is somewhat perfect the way it is. Yeah, the you way know, it ended leaves sequence. it open to interpretation. I think it it ends like the way like a day in a life ends, where it's like, all right, we're going to sleep now, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it ended, where it's like, all right, you're home, you did this, we had the talk. Going to bed, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Movie ends. And you don't need to do any more of that. No, you don't. Yeah, because it did end with him like, staying away from the bees. So I guess he was staying away from... Yeah, that's what I told you that, too. Yeah. Like, and uh, and uh, if, I, yeah, if there was ever a sequel... I, I always wanted to see a gang movie where somebody tries to get out and they just show the actual way you actually get out of a gang. You just get jumped out. Right, but they don't... Usually those type of films is when the person's like, oh... I want out, man. I don't want to do this. What do they always resort to? We got to kill him. Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> that's right. what I'm saying. That's, he, yeah. he either he gets killed yeah. or he's got to kill them all. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. I want something where they're just like, all right, man. Like this, this is a movie where if they were to do a sequel, they can achieve that. Because but it won't, it won't, it'll be 10 minutes long. They jump him out and that's it. No, but they can show other stuff that happens. Like his life outside now that he's not in the gang. What is he doing? You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing? It's like, just like what he said, like, years down the road, what is he doing? Problem. Is he trying to work? Is he trying to go to school? Is he trying to make a better life? What happens with, what happens with Kim uh, in that nursing job? Oh, yeah. Right. How that affects their life? Right. Same thing with her boyfriend. What's he doing? Yeah. Like, just the, you know, like, one of the cool thing about Tom Skips is, like, kind of seeing what they're doing. Yeah, of course. The last time you saw them, depending on the movie, of course. But this would show. be, to me, yeah, or show. But this, to me, I think they would knock it out of the park if they did that. Okay. Like, if he was like, I don't want it anymore. And instead of the dude trying to kill him, he's just trying to show him, like, yo, you sure? You, you sure? And then, like, they give him a stronger ass kicking. Because, like, now you're not. We don't have a reason to go easy on you. Like, something like that. I guess. I feel like. But it's not necessary. It. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not just, necessary. It feels very unnecessary. It's just like, like, you know, I keep bringing the movies up again. But okay. it's like, it's, it's probably a dynamite. 
do you need a part two? No. no. Could you make one? Sure. Of course. But it's like how that movie was, it was just like that's what it captured. That's what it was right and right. that's what it was for. Right. You know? And more than anything, it's probably a little bit geared towards younger kids to kind of be like, oh, dude, you don't need that lifestyle. You yeah, that's really fucking cool Arkansas. That is true, because mm-hmm. I did want a, a sequel to Napoleon Dynamite, but that was only because I really liked the film. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I was like, man, if you know, they did something up, else, yeah. it would probably just be them reaching yeah. instead of just going well, for a home run. A lot of times what they do, too, is like instead of necessarily like having the characters build, what they do is they'll characterize mm-hmm. the character. Mm-hmm. Again, I keep bringing this up, and it's just because of the thing I'm writing. Uh, I've just been watching a lot of the Seinfeld like dialogues and like, right. how they go on their own thing and come together. Right. But it's like you look at the last two seasons <coughs> of Seinfeld, eight and nine, when Larry David left. A lot of it is really just writing based on the not the situations that made the characters uh, un- unveiled the characters. It was more a characterization of George doing something. Wherein it used to be George going to do something outrageous. It turned into outrageous George going to do something. I mean, that's what happened when you're in ninth season. (laughs) Right, but that's what happened when Larry David left, though. They became characterizations. Mm. And that's what happens a lot of times in sequels where they... Because that first movie, dude, it's like you're pouring everything into it. But now it's like it was so successful... We're going to make these other ones so you can be even more successful. Right. Blah, blah, you already blah, blah. know what we're doing. So a lot of the the love and the passion and all that, the hunger even, is gone, dude. You just made a big deal, right? You just got money now. Why, mm-hmm. do, you, why do you need to really humper down and write this second film? And also, too, you're on a time like, schedule so and so forth. So it's like you have to get this second one done by this amount of time. By like Christmas. Movie, this, this could have taken this dude fucking four years to write. Four years to put together, put yeah. his heart and soul into it. Now he's got something out of it, and again, that hunger may be gone. So it's like I'll take the characterization of Mookie, I'll take the characterization of Day Day, and and make that a story instead of the story making the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's what was great about this. And like in Napoleon Dynamite, it's where the story makes the characters. The store, the characters don't push the story. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, no, we got oh, it. I hear you loud and clear, my dude. I hear you loud and clear, man. Yeah, I did not expect this good of a film. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. It shows. This is... I mean, me neither. I didn't know what. No, we nobody knew what to expect. And that's... I didn't hear about it before. That's, uh... That was the shot in the dark I was willing to take with this episode, man. Yeah, it's fine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I told you in the car. I was like... Uh, nobody, nobody has a podcast about hood films, so we can do whatever, I don't think. I mean, even if they did, it's yeah. just the fact that, you know... You you, it it kind of goes away. He's saying we wanted something that would match his energy, so he could have a good uh, good point of view as to how he felt about the film. Yeah, I think I think he did a great job. You know, that, I really do. That's that's what helps us win. Even if it wasn't necessarily meant, it that is the kind of movie I would like. Happy where, accidents, man. Yeah, happy accidents. We just we just going with our instincts over here. Yeah. Uh, Tim, man, thank you so, so very much for doing this uh, episode with us, man. We appreciate you taking your time and uh, watching the movie with us, talking with us about it, giving us your very deep views on it, and we respect all of that. Um, Just take some minutes to let the people know where they can find you and hear more of what you got to say, brother. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Tim Warner, I have a podcast, The Joker and the Rye, and it's basically a podcast that's somewhat 
documenting me when I was at the lowest in my life, when I was uh, a terrible alcoholic um, Mm. and at the lowest point in my life. And basically, I am attempting to turn my life around and I record every week of basically where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so far, you know, I'm on over 400 days without a drink. That's what's documented. And, uh, yeah, and in two months, uh, I'm leaving New York City, and I'm going to live in my car for six months to a year and travel America and Hmm. just go to cities and do comedy and build an audience. And I'm going to record all of it uh, on my podcast as I go along. And uh, I'm extremely, I'm fucking, I'm amped about this next chapter of my life. So there's the Joker and the Rye. My website is IamTimWarner.com. I got a Patreon, the YouTube, the whole nine. Check me out. I don't know if I can say this, but I will. I'm not your average fucking straight white male comic, dude. Uh, I'm unique. I have a little bit of a different point of view that isn't necessarily with the mainstream narrative. And I can also make you think as well as make you laugh. And it's something I take extreme pride in because I don't think people are fucking stupid like they want you to think. And um, it's going to be my absolute pleasure to be going around this country and fucking finding my audience and having them find me. Yeah, I can co-sign everything he just said. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about Good. this next stage, dude. I'm that's great. That's I, I great. I can't wait. Hey, that's what's it's up. Tom. We yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have uh, known you pretty much our comedy career. Yeah, I think since yeah. we've been doing since it. Since we've been yeah. doing it. Which is been, a while. You've been nothing but a nice guy. I know whenever I have a joke, you always come up to me and be like, yo, I got legs, man. Make that yeah. work. You know, make Appreciate it work. Like real criticism, not real, just fake. Yeah, it's yeah, not real fake shit. You know, always been real. Always made me sit at home and be like, yo, he said I got legs. Let me, let me try to work it out. Oh, and I've know. also been the guy that's been like, dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's also real criticism. That's real criticism. you doing, dude? Yeah. Come on, you're better than that. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's not enough. that joke to someone sell some hat. Yeah, there's not enough of that. There's not enough of that going around. <laughs> you definitely did do that. I can respect that and I can attest to that. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely people, please. Uh, check up on Tim, see how he's doing in the coming months uh, with everything that he's got going on, going around the country, making people laugh one state at a time. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. We appreciate you for that, man. Please. Oh, thank you. Yeah, good luck with that, man. Congrats on everything, all the blessings and, and the strength that you're trying to make for yourself and better in your life. Um, be the person you want to see. Be mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. See, that's how you end it right there. Yeah, that's that's a motto. And that might be the fucking theme of that movie a little bit too. Oh, be the mm-hmm. person you want to see. He made yeah. me forget. That's what we usually right. ask if you had to make him. Uh, yeah. Uh, be uh, the person you want to see. There you go. I would there take that out of day day in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. That's what we. That's what you're putting on the tagline for the film. Yeah. Posters. I hope that we uh, we're definitely gonna tag the 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 director and see if he. He sees that. He listens to it. Gets that that tagline. Cause that's please do. That's no, okay. Please do it. There was uh, there was an Italian director who did um, Pursuit of Happiness. That yeah. Smith movie. Yeah. When he was on Facebook, I wrote him and said uh, I loved your story. He's only written like two screenplays. Oh shit. And I was like, dude, I absolutely love this screenplay. It's fucking beautiful, dude. And it'll bring me back. And he wrote me like a nice couple paragraphs, or whatever. So I would highly recommend doing that. Yeah, right. for sure, dude. That guy would probably love it. There's like, without disrespect, there's probably yeah. not a lot of people hitting him up about it. No, everybody. So, they like, should be, but yeah. Yes, totally. But I would totally do. I bet you he'll reach out. I would love to hear if he does too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll let yeah, you know. We'll keep you posted, my brother. 
Yo, and uh, you already know to check us out at Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast on Instagram, as well as Welcome to the Number Two Hood Film on Twitter and on Facebook as well. Same name, Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast, guys. As always, check us out. We got big things in the works. We just keep trying. We hope you keep listening. So, Uni, we did it again, man. Yeah, man, another one. Another movie in the books. Thank Third you. good one in the world. We haven't seen a trash one in a while, so that's good. No, you know, that's just what we do. We, we keep it moving. We keep the brand growing stronger. But anyway, you know, that's another episode of Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast, guys. Make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms available worldwide. And for now, I'm Marvin Lattimore. Uni Francis. I'm Tim Warner. <laughs> <laughs> and we are off this. Peace.